Welcome back to the Big Picture podcast series. This week, we're joined by Marley Larissa Boma from Mimi's Hotel Soho. Welcome to the University of Greenwich Big Picture Seminar, a Big Picture Seminar series organized by the Faculty of Business. Uh, my name is Dr. Peter Vlakos. I'm uh, representing the Department of Marketing, Events and Tourism. Uh, thank you for spending the next hour with us uh, this evening. Uh, our format is the usual format. Our speaker will speak for approximately 30 minutes and then we'll open up the floor uh, for questions through, uh, through the chat, please. Please put your questions in, in the chat. Now, over the past year, as uh, many of us will know, the COVID pandemic has uh, caused a significant disruption to the uh, tourism and hospitality industries. This has been uh, constantly in the news over the past uh, year, now going almost a, a year and a half. These are incredibly valuable industries that generate substantial economic activity, both in our cities and our uh, countryside, our rural regions as well. Economic spending in the billions, jobs, tax revenue, the tourism and hospitality industries also provide a color and a vibrancy to our cities, our towns, and our countrysides through leisure travel and also through business travel. So we've got some big challenges in the industry at the moment. There's no, there's no questioning that. But also we need to take into consideration not only the short-term tactical challenges that tourism and hospitality businesses face, but also the long-term strategy. So we're very grateful this evening to have with us a guest speaker who I think, without giving away too much of the talk, will share with us some of those short-term and medium and long-term uh, questions facing, in this case, uh, the tourism industry, the hotel industry in particular. I don't want to say too much more about the talk. We're looking forward to a very interesting talk um, other than to introduce uh, our speaker this evening, um, Ms. Male Larissa Uma from the general manager of Mimi's Hotel Soho um, and also a member, uh, the group being a member of the Land Union Group, uh, a bigger company behind the hotel who will be sharing with us her observations and her thoughts uh, both on the COVID pandemic the industry, the hotel industry, where it stands at the minute, uh, touching on topics of Brexit as well, uh, lurking in the background, um, and other short, medium, and long-term uh, perspectives from the hotel industry. So without further delay, I pass over to you. Thank you very much, Male, and let's have our, our virtual welcome if you'd like to do your electronic clapping of hands at this point. Thank you very much, Peter. Hi everyone, welcome to my presentation today. Um, today I will provide you some insight of the industry um, with focus on the hotel sector, especially how international and local businesses handle the challenges and changes they're facing at the moment in terms of COVID and Brexit. Um, yeah, as you can see, uh, we're talking um, about the challenges and changes and um, I will, um, provide you some stories um, of a deeper insight of our companies, um, Land Union and Kevin Club UK Limited. I think um, 
talking about the insights, what has really happened in the in the sector is a good break for you from your studies, um, from the geotheoretical studies. And you will see in the end, um, we are doing practically everything was based on your studies and what you're learning in your university at the moment. Um, I structured the presentation a little bit. Um, we, I give you first a reminder about the hospitality industry. Um, then we are talking about the Land Union Cabin Club UK Limited. Um, we are talking about the challenges and changes hospitality industry in 2021 and beyond and what happened when Brexit hits the countries. Um, at least I do a little forecast to tell you what we are facing for the next year and for the next two years on a longer term basis. So um, a quick reminder of the hospitality industry. I know you learned everything in your studies. Um, we are talking here about travel, food and beverage, accommodation and recreation. I know um, maybe you learned more segments in your studies um, in, in your university, but I, I reduced it to the four segments. Um, travel includes um, online travel agents, um, transportation system, um, online travel operators, um, tourist boards, everything. Um, what is necessary to get your to your destination or um, you're booking your destination where you want to do your holidays or where you travel for business purposes and so on. Um, food and beverage, um, yeah, everybody knows what is food and beverage, includes restaurants, um, bars, nightclubs, everywhere where you can eat and drink. Um, this sector or this segment has um, a lot of connected businesses like suppliers, um, the marketing industry, um, a lot of lobbying has happened in this industry as well. Um, when we're talking about accommodation, um, called also as lodging, we are talking about different accommodation styles, um, bed and breakfast, hotels, motels, hostels, resorts, boutique hotels, service apartments, or um, the mixed or the apart hotels. Um, we, when we talk um, about recreation, um, for example, um, we can talk about the whole leisure industry, includes events, sports, um, everything what you do in your free time, for example. Um, a good, good idea is um, for leisure industry, um, a football game or a concert um, where you have to travel to. You have to, maybe you have to be accommodated and you have to drink and eat during this event. So um, in the end, everything is interdependent. Everything is connected. Um, we can say when one segment of this industry is going down, it takes everyone with us. Um, it means when we can't travel to a destination, so it means um, the accommodation industry is affected, the food and beverage industry is affected because they have no one coming for eating, drinking. Um, the leisure, uh, when you can't go to concerts, um, concerts will not take place. So everything is connected. Keep this in mind. We will come back later to these four segments when we're talking about Brexit. But first, I will tell you a little bit about Land Union and Cabin Club um, UK Limited. Land Union is the mother company of Cabin Club UK Limited and approximately 200 other 
companies which are operating under land union. Um, the company is structured um, in six main segments, which are all connected to each other. Um, we are talking about real estate um, as core business. We are um, investing in properties, um, mainly in retail and total properties. We are doing offices, um, residential homes, and we are investing in parking spaces. Um, we are focused here on long-term growth. So um, we are not buying to selling something. Um, we are more buying to develop something and work with it and um, earn everything what is the outcome. Of course, at one point, we will see later in this um, presentation, at one point we decided maybe you have to sell something, but I will tell you later the details. Um, but in, in general, um, we want to build up a big portfolio to act better on an international basis um, because we have the companies in, in UK, we have um, companies in Calgary, Amsterdam, Manila, and of course in Germany because we are a German company. Um, so um, when, you, when you invest in properties, you do project development as well. So this means um, um, local, also a better understanding of local markets, segments, and um, to have a good relationship with, um, with investors. Um, when you develop a project and um, when we talk about properties, we are also um, doing the construction. Um, it's a foundation for the development, of course. Um, the, we have a whole journey um, where the construction of of developing a property um, is a is a very important um, a detail of it. So um, when we when we do a development of a project, when we buy a property, when we want to um, develop it or um, maintain it or transform it, for example, to a hotel, we need um, a planning department a design department and a marketing department. We have our own architectures. We have our building site manager. We have our um, designer team who is doing the design for the interior. Um, you will see later how it works in the hotels. And yeah, um, especially um, asset management is, um, is very interesting. Um, we, we manage our own assets. So um, the properties we built up or we bought, we manage by our own. We have a whole department in Berlin for this and we're doing the management of partner um, properties. This means our partner assets. We have, we're working with a lot of business partners. We, we're working with banks. We're work, working with other properties, um, property um, companies. So um, we take over this and uh, last but not least, we're doing um, hotels, yeah. Um, hospitality operation, we have uh, restaurants, we have a bar, we have um, many hotels we are coming in to in the next minutes. Um, when you see the sold six segments, you see everything is connected. This means we're doing a whole journey when we want to buy, when we want to open a hotel or operating a hotel, we do it by our own. All the hotels we owning, also owning is, is bought by us, is um, break down by us. We build it up again um, with our own construction company. We design it. We're doing our own marketing. Um, we do not work with um, external marketing companies or PR companies. We're doing it by our own. And in the end, um, we open the hotel by our own 
operated by operating by our own and um hope having success with it until now we have success with it we have um an um, specialization in boutique hotels in the four superior uh, four star superior segment um we have at the moment we have um four hotels in berlin we have one boutique hotel here in in london um we have we will have one boutique hotel in Zylt in two months apartment houses um we have four at the moment um everything is planned by us um we did all the investment calculations we do all the budget calculation we planned um we did the market research for it um so um we we calculated everything um we bought everything by ourselves it means um we do not work with investors um we do not work with banks um we could because we are operating since 20 years and um because our boss is very smart <laughs> we could um manage to finance everything by ourselves so um we run this by ourselves so we have a, um, a freedom of decide what we want to do and um how we want uh, to build it up and operate so um we are operating in 1a locations which means in the middle of everything in the center of london and soho in the most vibrant district in the world um then we have in berlin everything i don't know if someone been to berlin before but um we have um, hotels in Friedrichstraße, in Mitte. Then we have the hotels on Sylt. Um, in Westerland, Westerland is a city center of Sylt. Um, Sylt is a very small island in, in Germany in, at the North Sea. And we um, planning, um, or we are in the middle of um, opening three hotels, two apartments and one hotel there. Um, we already have two um, buildings there, um, which we want to operate soon as a new hotel and uh, a new hotel village, but this takes a little bit longer. Um, so um, first, um, because we are in the middle of the cities, um, in the city center, um, we are focusing mostly on business. Of course, you always have the tourists, the leisure segments in in Berlin and London, because these are the cities for both segments. They're coming for business, corporate travelers, leisure travelers, um, tourists want to see the city. And now our new um, holiday hotels are on Sylt because this is an island where um, a lot of German repeat guests are coming um, since maybe 20 years. Um, then now since last year, um, pandemic related, uh, a lot of new guests are coming and enjoy um, a staycation on the German islands. Um, we are focusing um, when we build up hotels on a luxurious and vibrant um, public area. Um, firstly, it is um, better for selling when you have a nice public area downstairs with a nice bar. Um, people, when they book hotels, they look on it. Um, so um, we are focused on this selling point, USP. And um, also for the, for the mood or for the soul of the hotel, it is very nice to have um, a nice public area where the reception is, where staff feeling well when they're working. So um, we, we um, truly believe um, this is a very good selling point. Um, it um, brings us one step ahead of the other hotels without any um, F&B. So um, 
as a result, we focus on individuality um, with our boutique hotels. Um, then um, we have a fantastic service in the hotels. Um, and of course, um, interior design is done by us, by our designers. You see on the photo on the left side, um, we are using Judge Smith. We are uh, using benchmark, everything high quality interior to, to, give them, to give the guests a very good experience and unique experience. Um, this is what um, is this the main difference to the, to the hotel chains, um, like um, bigger hotel chains like Hilton, Marriott, where you can see um, you end up in the same room. Even when you book a double room uh, standard or double room comfort, this is the same. So um, yeah, and um, also we focus on digital solutions um, for our guests. They're very important now with COVID. Um, we will see in the next slides um, what is important to do um, in this time since last year and what we have done. So, yeah, we start um, actually with the main topic. <laughs> um, one of the main topic challenges and changes. Um, yeah, um, there, 2020, March 2020 um, brought, bring us to to a point where all businesses had to do um, some steps. Um, it is, um, includes the reaction, the rethink and the restructure. Um, as I, I stated on the slide, this is an ongoing procedure, what you're doing, you cannot say, okay, um, we reacted in the beginning of the pandemic. So um, we are still rethinking and at some point we restructure. So you have to react the whole time. We saw this a good example is yeah, uh, lockdown tier two, tier three, tier four. Um, you always have to react and rethink what you can do, what your resources are. And then we saw in the past and still seeing um, what companies in the whole world are doing at the moment, um, not just hotels. We are, we are looking at the travel segments, recreation, and what I said before, food and beverage. Um, so it is, like a circle, this is just ongoing. Um, we act, rethink, um, but always the outcome is a restructure. Don't do restructure before you react or rethought everything. Um, we will see later why. Um, first, I start with the reaction. Um, in it started all for us. It started everything started in the end of March. Every individual from us, as individually, you were influenced. Um, at this point where the government said, okay, you cannot go out anymore. You're not allowed to, to travel um, even to your work or you couldn't travel to your work because your, your employer said you can't travel. So um, for us started, for the individual started everything very, very late in comparison to the businesses. So um, we see, um, but the businesses um, were affected much, much earlier. When we are talking about the travel industry, we saw um, the first the first airline collapsed in in February 2020 um, because they they got they were affected um, before we we the normal people were affected. So um, they saw um, nothing was going anymore. Nobody could or wanted to travel anymore because of the COVID um, disaster. So they had um, they had to face um, or we had to face everyone um, with external factors from the government. Um, in this time, the government um, everybody had to close down their business in in March 2020. Um, we are looking for local restrictions. Um, 
in different areas. It means um, when we are talking about an ongoing process, um, we are talking about the change of um, the restriction in London to Liverpool. So um, businesses everywhere were forced to to look at this, not just um, to look at the government, um, to look in, in your in your local areas, what they are doing. So then um, businesses um, have stakeholders, external stakeholders. I know we, we are talking later about um, internal stakeholders, but external stakeholders. What, what pressures the business at this point um, in the beginning of COVID-19 and what is still pressuring the businesses? Um, we are talking about um, suppliers in the beginning. Um, you couldn't get anything anymore from your suppliers. You 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 do not want it to have anything for you uh, from your suppliers. You have, um, for example, food and beverage, everything. Um, then the whole travel industry, um, accommodation businesses. We as a hotel, we we sometimes you couldn't get any more food or uh, beverages, especially when we um, got them from overseas. Um, then we have the online travel agents. This is a, another story. Um, I think everybody heard what was going on in the summer um, 2020 when the, the OTA decided by themselves that they refund all the guests um, on, on the business's behalf. So a lot of businesses um, lost a lot of money um, to pay back bookings, which were done non-refundable. Um, the, the hotels or the hotel industry had no change because of the decision of the online travel agent to pay uh, to offer guests another alternative of staying maybe on a voucher basis or um, to postpone their um, their stay dates to a later point of time maybe later in the year where we saw that um, hotels could open again or for the next year in 2021 um then we were all facing um with internal factors um pressuring our business so stakeholders in this case um were our staff when we closed um the business everyone had had staff who looked up to the to the management um because nobody was knew what was going on so um you had to inform yourself what is about labor what is about um, employment? Um, what what are the requirements now? Um, what what we can offer our our um, staff in this time? Um, nobody knew about furlough scheme. Um, nothing was communicated from the government um, in the first in the first days. So um, we saw a lot of uh, businesses um, cut jobs um, over the over the last year. Um, came up to many thousands in some businesses. Um, so you you had to be prepared um, to to tell your staff what to do. So um, it comes the psychological factor comes in. Um, it is it, is this okay when you have external factors um, announcement from the government? You accept this, but when you have to actually work and to talk to real people who are forcing and pressuring them, is this, an, is this another feeling for you? And um, when everything comes together, you are stressed anyways. So um, businesses were forced to organize themselves in this, um, in this state and as it stated to react. Um, we are talking about shareholders. So uh, many businesses has in the background, the banks, 
investors, external investors, um, uh, who gives them money. So um, you you uh, you have to decide what you're doing. Um, and at least um, with the the magic word of um, of this time, the cash flow came the finances. Um, you the the people in the background. Um, called accountant had their um, glorious time it means um, they they came to the front and they had to work um, at the front to tell everyone in the business um, what are their finances you had to look for your open balances you had to look um, for for all the the credits you had um, for all the for all the uh, guests you they they still owe you money um, in this time, the, the accounting um, was the only department who worked full time, um, because after a while everybody was um, set to furlough, and um, just the accounting was left and had to work on, um, and had to provide um, the management what what actually um, done or what happened with their finances. Um, when you rethink um, in the states after after you reacted. Um, uh, businesses had to accept the new requirements, so we are we are looking um, in this state after you actually came to the state um, uh, to to have the time and um, to rethink. Um, so we are looking about new requirements, about lockdown levels, um, business closures, social distancing measurements, which came through. Um, our bar, for example, um, uh, had had to um, rearrange the whole bar area. Um, we um, we focused now to sell our apartment house in London more. Um, then we had to focus on the customer and guest needs. Um, uh, they they wanted to have more space. Uh, they don't wanted to have um, to have a small room or do not want to go to a small boutique hotel. So they preferred the, the bigger rooms in the apartment house where you had the pantry as well. They can do their own food. They do not need it to go out so so much. So you're, you you think even when you are in a in, in an ongoing process to restructure your, your company or you, you look at your business strategy or review your business strategy, you're looking at and what you guests want. So what we are doing in the future or, um, and is this matching um, to the new requirement or how can we um, match our strategy, strategy or business to the new requirements of the market and of the guests. So um, you have to focus permanently um, with your resources, what you have at the moment. Um, this, this means um, you have to forecast your business operation. Um, you you have to forecast, of course, um, the revenue, the income. We did this. We we calculated everything um, a break even. Um, then um, the the point of sale when we can go back to sell. For example, we calculated how many rooms we needed to sell to um, reopen our hotel. So um, just a quick um, one. We still close hotel is still closed we couldn't even be we calculated we need 20 rooms on a basis of 200 pounds to open a hotel for a break even so it has not happened yet so um we are still in this process to to detail our forecast and um try to to review our um strategy and our business um or our marketing or whole operation how we can get back 
guessed everything, uh, keeping in mind the, all the requirements and restrictions are in place. Then um, all the businesses and um, in, in the sector have to be flexible. Um, you have to, to look um, after you made the forecast, for example, or review the business, you, um, you must see, um, you must act and think differently um, what you're doing in the future. So we are going to this point where business is recognized. Uh, this is the end point for them. So we saw a lot of closings and um, some other businesses um, did the steps and had the resources and in the end, the, the cash flow and the money to, um, to do a step ahead and um, restructure and could change their businesses. So um, it means um, restructure and change is an outcome of the stages before. Um, you have, we, as I said, you have to adapt your business um, to the new requirements um, based on all the, the customer and guest needs. Um, there are changes of whole business um, or business segments. Um, so this can be that you change your whole business strategy, strategy and go to um, later to to apartment houses as we done, um, but I tell you later. And um, you have to look for alternative investments. Maybe um, you plan to invest more in hotels, so in a special area. But um, at the moment, this this area or destination is not possible, or nobody is able to travel to this destination. So um, you can postpone this investment or um, your business development in this in this field and. Um, first invest in something else maybe um what is very interesting um the the islands um what we done we invested to to the to the um german island um where people do staycations we will see um later what um what is so special with the staycations in 2021 um I will give you some examples um, about the restructure in the in the hospitality um, industry. Um, in the last year, the first airline um, was Lufthansa, who was saved by the German government. Um, after they they announced to had to cut um, over over ten thousand um, jobs, and this is um, still the biggest airline in Germany. Um, Weatherspoons has his, had his case. Um, it was in a big um, was big in the press in the beginning of um, 2020 that Weatherspoon um, cut all the jobs of um, of the chain. Um, at the moment, um, because it was so so hard in the press, um, criticized um, criticized they kept the um, the stuff. Whitbread um, took over now Central Group. Whitbread is a mother company of Premier Inn, very well known in in England, but not so well known in Germany. They're coming more over in Germany. Wittbrecht um, took over the central group. Um, then, for example, um, very important Deutsche Hospitality, one of the biggest hotel groups uh, in the world, um, plans to open 40 new hotels. They made it. They invested in, in, the, right, um, in the right properties. They bought hotels, which are closed, closed now. Um, and uh, uh, take them over as um, Steigenberger. 
um, HR group in Germany took over 23 Vienna houses. Um, the Vienna house group um, based in, in Vienna um, sold them 23 houses of the group because they, they faced insolvency and ACA published a mega list of hotels for sale in the last year. So it means um, the outcome of um, reaction and um, the whole COVID uh, case is for for many companies not very good so um the whole thing will change in 2021 so um i think in 2021 or later the the bigger groups deutsche hospitality arco hilton will be bigger because they're doing joint venture like um franchise um they take over more hotel groups um to have for them for example to have the safety to to survive so um, now we come into a Brexit challenges and changes. Um, yeah, everybody read about it and it is an implant. Um, we knew that is coming. Um, so it is very different to the, the whole COVID thing. Um, Brexit, we knew that Brexit is coming up. We knew we could prepare for it. So, but um, until the last minute, as everybody could read, um, we didn't know what is actually coming um, on us and what is actually, um, in important for the for the industry it means um free movement is um comes to an end it means um restriction in traveling for U uk and eu citizens of course um restrictioning living you can um you can still travel to a country but um you cannot stay there longer than 90 days in a 180 period um free movement with the restriction in travel you will see later um, airlines um, announced already as EasyJet to cut the flights to UK. So it means um, all the other industry segments are affected again. So um, when we do not have enough inbound um, tourism, um, the, the hotel sector will, will still not recover in the next time. Um, so they are forced to find another solution to survive. Um, then um, businesses um, are super affected with the the fact that the free employment ends and the recruitment for international European um, professionals will be harder. Um, they, they have to apply for work permits and visas, which cost an individual about 1,700 pounds. So as a, German, as a German company, for us, it will be a little bit more um, tricky to get German stuff because we need your German stuff in London to um, yeah, to, to communicate with some companies or some of suppliers um, um, which are from Germany. Um, and th this is a really hard um, restriction what is coming up to us. And um, what nobody really recognized is um, buying goods from the EU or sending goods to the EU um, is, is, a, is a very um, hard thing at the moment. So um, you have... Um, uh, suspension as the cross-border deliveries um, you you have to face extra cost to sending something over and it takes more time um, here the travel and tourism industries as um, I said um, flights uh, will be cut to the UK so you can't um, not going um, so 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 easily um, to the UK in the future or to the EU as the UK citizens. Um, inbound tourism is affected because of this. So we have to face um, a challenge how we fill up our hotels in the future. Um, 
um, because people dis decide the whole time where they travel to and they want to have an easy holiday, want to book it easy and, and do not have a, a big hustle to, to look for flights um, because everybody is so, so spoiled with everything in the future. So you could have an easy jet flight to UK um, every hour um, in, the, in the last year. So um, the, the demand will be, will be um, decreasing. Oh, food and beverage um, sector is also affected. We had the fisherman case and the sheep association. These are two um, cases um, which are actually um, uh, very um, discovered in the press um, because the fishermen have the problem now. Um, they can't um, get fresh fish to the EU. Um, the sheep associa association the same. And it was big in the press that this sheep association faced also the fact that um, the suppliers could bring everything in the EU, but they could uh, send nothing outside. This will take, I think, some months to um, get this handled. So the supply chain is cut. Um, exactly, um, this affects the import and export of uh, goods. So um, when you buy um, food and drinks from abroad from from you um, this will be affected and everything will be more expensive here in this country so accommodation as i said um inbound tourism will decrease um, we will we will see um, a big difference in leisure and uh, business guests um, i th i think the the big word will will be domestic and um and staycation for 2021. And um, the guest types will, will change um, when we look at the city and countryside accommodations. Um, recreation um, sector, yeah, it is connected to all the other um, sectors, means um, um, we will see an investment change um, because of Brexit. Um, more, more countries from EU will not invest anymore in, um, in, in the UK. Um, Forced is a whole sector or the segment um, to do more partnerships, um, in especially of um, um, when we look in to big events um, as Wimbledon and um, to the sport events, football. Um, we, we they all have to think about what what they are doing with the fans from overseas, um, what they are doing with this big big demand um, actually, and how they hold the demand uh, for this for this event. So um, we as Land Union and Kevin Club has also an outcome. Um, we um, made um, all, we went also through all the stages to the reaction, rethinking and, uh, and restructure and change. And as I told you before, um, the outcome for Land Union and Kevin Club um, is um, we, we focus our business now on Zöld, on the islands, because we are seeing with the staycation a trend um, people want from Germany want to stay in Germany. They do not want to travel away because especially all the people which are coming mostly to Zöld Island, they, they can't travel or don't want to fly somewhere else. Um, so we are um, refurbishing three hotels on Zöld, opening two apartments in April. So we are in the middle of the uh, preparation for this. Then we opening uh, we open one hotel on Zöld in May. This takes a little bit longer because of the purchase and um, yeah and because we are looking um, to other strategies um, we are re remodeling one hotel in Berlin to become a service apartment ret uh, service retirement home sorry um, because we see this is outside from Berlin this hotel so everybody who wants to go to Berlin they're coming to Berlin it is very um, 
it's a very big hotel with um, banquet area. So we um, we see that this is too expensive to operate. So we say, okay, we have the resources to to remodel everything by our own. So um, we will um, remodel it to a service retirement home and um, we'll, we'll sell it in the end um, because we can't run um, retirement home. Um, yeah, then we have a new head office. This is also outcome of the of, of the rethink stage. Um, we will. Um, bring everything to London that we can um, that we can have everything all the accountant uh, department all the the central um, reservation um, revenue department for the hotels and for um, and the other um, central departments here in London because our boss is living in London um, then we refurbishing a flat in London um, um, we refurbish our new service apartment house in London and because the head office came with a service apartment. Um, because we, we are doing so less, we um, decided to, to think about a master franchise agreement for UK with a well-known German hotel chain. Um, this we are no negotiation and we, are, we want to stay in the UK because of the Brexit. Um, we, we do investment analysis and calculation um, for new properties in UK and Germany. So um, what's next? Yeah, coming to an end. Um, yeah, what's next, the forecast? Um, as I said, um, domestic and um, staycation is, is the world 2021. So um, the domestic travel market will boom. Um, because of the uh, cut, because the airlines cut flights, um, and uh, they, the people will stay in this country, will see this. Um, the recovering is not so good as we thought in in twenty twenty. Um, we are still in lockdown. Um, Price Waters Coopers uh, predicted um, very interesting uh, an occupancy for London of fifty two percent in. 2021 i don't think that we will uh, reach this because we are still in the in in lockdown um we we all we have all eyes on the vaccinations at the moment so when when we are going forward with this and this we are doing very well then we can expect that the the local the local people will travel but no we are not getting any um any tourists from from overseas especially not from america or asia um yeah, as I said, um, low business and inbound tourism from the EU and overseas, and um, the industry must stay flexible. We don't know what is coming in the end of the of the year. Um, we we know that um, the surviving is uh, when you do really a restructure and rechange of your company in the last year, when you could do it, when you figure out your your strategy and your business needs and the needs of your guests. Or your customers, um, you you must have enough money or cash flow to to act in the next year or in the next two years, and um, we we will see in 2022 um, when traveling is is or when flights, um, trains, everything is operating a little bit more normal. Then we can see, I think, more inbound tourism here in UK, and um, we. This is all, as I said, psychology. Um, when when people still know there's a COVID, when they don't have the vaccination, and they know there's still a percentage um, they can be infected um, everywhere, then I think there's there's a break in or the wall in the head. So 
it will take us a little bit time. So we have to focus on domestic travel um, in other staycation this year. And I think um, in, in Soho, we will still have the hotel closed for the next year, what is not good. But um, with the development of the other destinations on the island, or when we develop another hotel in UK, maybe on the countryside, which is more common in the next year, then um, we, will, we will have a lot of income. So um, yeah, that's all. I'm, I'm thankful um, if you are still there and um, enjoyed the presentation. I'm happy to give everything back to Peter. Excellent. Thank you, Marley. We could do our virtual clapping. Thank you. You see the, the claps there. Thank you. Thank you so much for a comprehensive uh, overview, not only of the operations of your company, your hotel and the holding company, but also some very interesting observations on the sector as a whole. And as you pointed out, especially in the latter part of your talk, how much flexibility is going to be required and how much creative thinking is going to be required within the hospitality industry and within the tourism industry, uh, because things are still changing and continue to change, as you said, looking into 2022 now. Um, so a, a lot of challenges ahead, which means we need a lot of well-trained students to deal with those long-term challenges, don't we? Which is what we're aspiring to do. Thank you for listening to the Big Picture Podcast series. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to never miss an episode.